All right. Let's see. We have uh, Kate Smith coming up in just a second. And she's Wow, dead, we booked so her? That's yeah, pretty impressive. Well, you know, we got a good booker. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about um, American Financing. American Financing wants you to know whether you're buying your first, your next, or your forever home. You're making a great investment. I mean, you know, assuming you're getting a good deal. If you're buying in Connecticut, probably not. But that's a different story. You can get started right now with a free mortgage pre-qualification from the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB and over 2,500 Google reviews. They never charge upfront fees like some lenders who charge 500 bucks just to qualify. They can use, utilize every single loan, jumbo, FHA, VA, HARP, whatever. They customize the loan for you. You can get started right now. Start the conversation and get into your forever home. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Back in just a moment with the beginning of the program. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program? I don't know if I could go on today. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just a little upset today because as I was driving in, Stu, I don't think I could do it. As I was driving in, I drove past a statue, and I don't even know who the person was of that statue. But the way he was looking at me and this giant horse with the hoof up and everything, I thought, they're going to trample me to death. They're just keeping me down. And, and I don't know if I can go on. I just don't know. What's next? Some big fat old woman who's been dead for 40 years? She's going to have a statue of her after she sang racist things? <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We get uh, into the nonsense uh, that we're living in, and I'll tell you the real reason behind it coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. If your car, if your car, now it doesn't include pain and suffering, but if your car breaks down because it's driving by a statue of another old car, let's say a Model T, where they were all black. All Model Ts were black, and you've got a white Camry, and you're like, your white Camry's like, I'm surrounded by black racist Model Ts. What am I going to do? Car Shield can't help you on that, but if you have a sensor go out or if you have a covered repair and your your car is out of warranty, as long as you have Car Shield, you're covered. And when you have a covered repair, it is sweetness. 24-7 roadside assistance, a rental car while yours is being fixed. If your car has five to 150,000 miles, it does not mean you have to pay high repair bills. Their administrators at CarShield have already paid out close to $2 billion in claims. Wow. Get covered by the ultimate in expen- extended vehicle protection. It's 1-800-CAR-6000. I have this on my truck, and it is well worth it. 1-800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK or go to uh, carshield.com and use the code BECK and save 10%. That's carshield.com, code BECK, carshield. 1-800-CAR-6000, promo code BECK. Mm. Do you know that there's a bust of Che 
glaring at a hillside in Bolivia. There is a statue of Lucifer in Madrid, Spain, and another one in Belgium. There are statues of Karl Marx, Stalin, Lenin all over the world, including a statue of Lenin in Seattle. Same goes for Mao. There's a sat statue of Satan in Detroit. <laughs> That's great. Hey, kids, it's not oppressing you. It's just a statue of Satan. Just outside a former ghetto in Warsaw, there's a statue of Hitler kneeling in prayer. There's a monument to a fascist soldier in Chicago that was gifted by Italian fascist dictator Benito Mussolini. It's adored. A large statue of a naked man standing on a naked woman in a cemetery in Brooklyn. There's a statue of a policewoman urinating in Dresden, Germany. And, of course, there's mannequin piss. The statue in Brussels of, you know, the little kid peeing in the in the pond, which is kind of cute because they dress him up as different things depending on the time of the year. And I'm sorry, that's horrible. It's a horrible statue and it's been oppressing me. And I I wake up in night terrors thinking, piss. but there are a lot of things we have to worry about today. Statues are not. That's not all. This is an actual list that we compiled for you today of the things that have been branded racist just in the last two years in America. Dogs and dog walking. 911 calls. TSA body scanners. Classical literature, literature and philosophy. <laughs> Do I even need to say this one? Milk. Knitting, being cheerful, not being cheerful, friendliness, not being friendly enough, libraries, clowns, the Avengers, diets, infant mortality rates, the one that comes from none other than Kamala. Uh, how do you say her name? Kamala. Kamala Harris. You should know that, that. when she comes and she says infant mortality rates. Uh, she tweeted that implicit racial bias is one critical reason that maternal mortality rates for black women is three or four times higher than white women. She blamed maternal maturity, um, uh, uh, mortality rates on, of course, racism. Mm. So um, but also there's makeup, makeup, personal space is very very racist vikings potatoes inclusion inclusion burger king commercials the okie dokie hand sign the rainbows uh compliments childbirth house plants nail polish uh bacon Yes, bacon, trying to improve racial tensions, not focusing constantly on racial tensions, mentioning racial tensions, existence if you're white. Now, I would like to just be the first to add this monologue will soon be called racist, I'm sure. There is an incredible amount of over overlap between statues and perceived racism. I don't have to give you any examples because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, by the way, more statues of Calista Christopher Columbus are coming down. It was celebrated yesterday that two more states are replacing Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day. 
There's Columbus. There's Thomas Jefferson. There's Francis Scott Key. Abraham Lincoln, of all people. Joan of Arc and many, many others. Now, the most recent example is, as unexpected as the whole walking your dog is racist. But here's the thing on the latest uh, outcry. They had to work really hard for this one, except in doing any kind of research. The controversy centers on the statue of Kate Smith, a singer who was once called the Songbird of the South. She gained gained fame in the 1940s for God bless America, which I think is a progressive nightmare. But that's a different story. Smith's achievements are a little awe-inspiring. She performed for King, uh, King George and Queen Elizabeth. She, she performed at the White House right before World War II. Ronald Reagan bestowed her with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She was credited on helping defeat the Nazis uh, thanks to an 18-hour broadcast in which she helped CBS raise over $100 million in war bonds. Think of that. This is back in the 1940s, $100 million because of her 18-hour broadcast. And that was just one broadcast. Yeah. She did, uh, like, I think it was, the total was $600 million, I mean, which is, if you, today's dollars is over $10 billion. Think of that. For World War II. Think of that. Think of that. She helped us defeat the Nazis. For decades, both the New York Yankees and the Philadelphia Flyers played her version of God Bless America at home games. The Yankees featured it in the 17th inning since 9-11. Flyers even had a statue of Smith outside their stadium. She'd become the team's good luck charm after she performed God Bless America before Game 6 of the 74 Stanley Cup Finals and the Flyers won. But this month, all of that has changed. Now she's a racist. We shouldn't even mention her. There shouldn't be a statue. She needs to be canceled. She needs to be forgotten. She needs to be smeared and destroyed. Here's what the statement reads. The Flyers have enjoyed a long and popular relationship with God Bless America as performed by the late Kate Smith. But in recent days, we learned that several of the songs Kate Smith performed in the 1930s included lyrics and sentiments that are uh, incompatible with the values of our organization and evoke painful and unacceptable themes. The songs. Now, I want you to know you're going to be offended by the lyrics and the songs, but hang on. The song, That's Why Darkies Are Born. Ah, This is a lot of room on that one. (laughs) And Pickaninny Heaven. Not a lot of room there either. Pickaninny, in case you don't know, is an archaic derogatory word to describe black children. She performed the movie. She performed this song in a movie in 1933. In the scene, she devoted the song to a lot of little colored children living in the orphanage. And she sang about watermelons, and it's, it's clearly a racist song, okay? She's under contract in a movie that she didn't write, but she performed it, okay? But let's look at the really disturbing one. That's why darkies were born. I don't even want to say the lyrics on the air because they will be taken out of context 
and used to smear me. I'll let Kate sing it for herself. Here it is. Someone had to pick cotton. Someone had a plan to call. Someone had a slave and be able to sing. That's what Dockey's Okay, so you listen to that and you're like, what is this, the clan meeting? How is this possibly... How was this even acceptable? Listen to the lyrics. That's why they were born? Because somebody just had to be content with any old thing? Somebody had to be tired and worn and laugh at trouble? Had to plant the corn, pick the cotton? That's why people were born? Are you kidding me? How could you possibly record that? Well, if we would like to live in the world of ignorance, if we would like to live in a world where nobody does any critical thinking, you just jump to whatever conclusion suits your agenda. And that's really important. I'm going to come back to that. Well, then you can just be pissed off at Kate Smith or or. You can understand that that is a song from a 1931 Broadway review called George White's Scandals. And it was a satire of white supremacists. She actually wrote this song along with Paul Robinson. He was an actor and a civil rights activist. His father was literally a runaway slave. So what happened? What happened? Oh, oh, this was a song that civil rights activists were actually singing to mock racists. You know, if we get rid of Kate Smith because of this, may I suggest we put uh, we put Mel Brooks on the chopping block? Have you heard the song he sang? Because he sang about the Inquisition. I don't know. Did you hear that? I'll play it for you in a minute. But he's also done a movie where he's treating black people. It's crazy called Blazing Saddles. Here's here's the Inquisition, his song. Let's begin the Inquisition. Look out, Sam. We have a mission to convert the Jews. Oh, my God. We're going to teach them. Wrong from right. We're going to help them. See the light. And make an offer that they can't refuse. That the Jews just can't refuse. Confess. How was this made? How could anybody do this? The Inquisition were going to convert the Jews? It's better to lose your skull cap than your skull. Oh, my gosh. I need to take a break. I'm so offended. I'm so offended. Stand by. There's more. 
hear what this guy says about Hitler and springtime. It's, it's terrible. If we can find the audio evidence of it. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers. By the way, if your mom did half the work that my wife did for um, uh, Easter, send her flowers. Send her flowers and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, we drool over my wife's lasagna. It's her mother's recipe. And uh, and I said, I said to her the other day, I said, honey, um, you can have somebody, you know, help, blah, blah, blah. We have all family in and we have somebody help. And she's like, I don't make my lasagna uh, just with anybody. I'll make it with Cheyenne, but I don't know. And I'm like, you are a recipe. Look at what's happening. You're hiding the recipe. No, 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 no. Yes, you are. So anyway, um, if your mom is a little like that and she has worked her brains out, well, here's what I want you to do. Call 1-800-Flowers. Um, right now, for Mother's Day, they have 36 for 36, but I, I just say send them to her right now and just say thank you for Easter. But if you'd like to get beat the Mother's Day rush, 36 sorbet roses for $36. That's a dollar per rose. They're in pastel shades of pink and orange and lavender. They're guaranteed to make her smile. They bloom on the counter. It's beautiful. 1-800-Flowers. Picked at their peak and shipped overnight. 36 for 36. It expires this friday do it now at 1-800-flowers.com make sure you use the promo code back 1-800-flowers.com you'll uh, click on the radio icon and use the promo code back that's the way you'll see this special offer ends on friday 1-800-flowers.com 10 seconds station id So Kate Smith, Kate Smith is a racist. Now, you might ask yourself, why? Why was someone looking for Kate Smith? How, how did that even happen? Who's going through Kate Smith's catalog and then stirring this up in Philadelphia? This isn't about racism. This isn't about anything except God bless America. That's what this is about. God bless America. The song. If I might quote a former first lady, because my husband knows if we're going to do this, we have to change our traditions. We have to change our language. We have to change our history. That's what this is about. God bless America. Because the song she sang, the one that is the real horror show, she sang in a review to mock racists. She and a a son of a runaway slave civil rights activist wrote it together. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Not a son of a civil rights activist, son of a runaway slave who became a civil rights activist. Now, let me let me just let me just remind you again, if we are going for parody 
and we have to destroy careers based on parody, then this song must destroy its creator as well. Springtime for Hitler, ladies and gentlemen. You you certainly can't say things like that, Glenn. You can't. You just said it. I mean, now I think you should be tossed off. You just said springtime for H, which I will not say, because I know in 50 years they'll come back and say it wasn't that you were saying that Hitler was a uh, a bad person. You were saying he was a good person. Look at you put the word springtime near it. I mean, that is what we're facing. Today. I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to let, I'm going to let the racist do it. How does Mel Brooks, a Jewish man, how did he do this? We looked around and then we found a man for you and me. Stop. Play Kate Smith. Play her song. You have to hear it in the same way that you know the context of this. That is the same context as Kate Smith. Someone had picked cotton. Someone had a plan. But they are counting on you being stupid. They're counting on you being uninformed. They're counting on you not even going to Wikipedia, which is the encyclopedia for dummies. They're counting on it. And why? To get rid of God bless America. Another tradition. Another voice. Another high point, a woman who helped us fight the Nazis, a woman who not only helped us fight the Nazis, but raised in today's dollars, what was it, six billion, ten, ten billion, ten, ten billion dollars on her own, on her own. We have to raise that because we can't have a white woman raising money to help fight evil. No, no, no. No, no, no. There weren't people all across the country giving their hard-earned dollars to stop Hitler. They were all for Hitler. Don't buy into it, and for God's sake, America, stand up. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about filter by. You know, um, we ate ate, um, uh, Easter outside on the patio. And Rafe and I got up and we uh, had to wash off the patio furniture. My gosh, it was like three inches of green pollen. It was so nasty. I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, allergy season is here or going to be in, in a house near you very, very soon if it's not already. If you sneeze every time you look at a tree, that stuff is coming into your house 
and you've got to filter it out. And that's why there's filter by. They're going to make this really easy. You go on a website once you sign up, tell them what kind of filter you need, what size filter. They will have it delivered to you within 24 hours right to your door. You pop it in. You've got to change it from all of the dust and the bad stuff that's been in your house all season long for the winter and get ready for spring. Filter by. You'll even save 5%. Now at filterbuy.com. Filterbuy.com. Well, our Socialist Spotlight series has already delayed the announcement of Joe Biden several times. Uh, now it's Kamala's time. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. If you ask me, Simply Safe is the only company doing home security right. Because the traditional companies have outdated systems and expensive long-term contracts. Or you have security gadgets that you need to monitor yourself. But Simply Safe has the around-the-clock 24 professional monitoring and police dispatch covering every door and window in your home for $15 a month. Plus, you can install it yourself in less than an hour. Get 10% off your system right now at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Let's do uh, town halls and a preview to a story I'm going to get to here in just a few minutes. Pat. Mm -hmm. A New York Times uh, editor uh, and um, and somebody who wrote an opinion article. Yeah. Has written just a quote. As I grew older, I learned that the fair skinned, blue eyed depiction of Jesus has for centuries adorned stained glass windows and altars in churches throughout the United States and Europe. But Jesus, born in Bethlehem, was most likely a Palestinian man with dark skin. So first of all, take this in, because he asked what white people say when they find out that their white Jesus isn't white. (laughs) really i i have a feeling jesus looked uh very different than all of the you know pictures of the model beautiful hi i i uh i usually do uh fashion modeling uh, but i'm the same underwear commercials Uh, underwear uh, commercials well isaiah told us there was no beauty that you would desire him there was he wasn't he wasn't super attractive according to Isaiah's prophecy well did Isaiah know him no <laughs> no he didn't and he certainly didn't say he wasn't even going to be a Jew he was a Palestinian which right. Palestinians the Arabs the uh-huh. Arabs didn't live in the uh in Israel f- f- until they came and uh and came in about 700 years after Jesus died yeah so it would have been a miracle birth indeed. <laughs> wow. Look at born to a people who weren't even there yet. <laughs> yes. I gave birth to the first Arab. Uh, okay. So, Pat, let's talk a little bit about the the town hall last night. Exciting, wasn't it? Oh, it was oh, great. Oh, man. If they could have done if they could have done all of the candidates, I would have been. Oh, I would have loved it. Yeah. Uh, you can barely get through any of these things. When did, when did, 
when did criminal <laughs> voting become such a big deal in the Democrat Party? Because they have to have every single be- vote. Right. And because they know criminals are going to vote for Democrats. Now, listen to this question that we have from the town hall last night about uh, prison voting. And listen to the way the question is asked of Bernie Sanders. And tell me if Fox News would have asked this question exactly the same way if they wouldn't have been called racist and Islamophobes. Listen. My follow question goes to this being like you're writing an opposition ad against you by saying you think the Boston Marathon bomber should vote not after he pays his debt to society, but while he's in jail. You sure about that? Well, Chris, I think I have written many 30 second opposition ads throughout my life. This will be just uh, another one. But I do believe, look, you know, this is what I believe. Do you believe in democracy? Do you believe that every single American, 18 years of age or older, who is an American citizen, has the right to vote? Once you start chipping away at that, believe me, that's what our Republican governors all over this country are doing. They come up with all kinds of excuses why people of color, young people, poor people can't vote. Stop. And I w- so, no, they're stop. not. No, no, no they're, they're not. not. You're printing no, they're not. up, I want 16-year-olds to vote. Yeah. No, no, you're just printing up new things. Well, if 16, how come a 12-year-old can't vote? And, and Republican if- governors are actually asking people to bring their ID to the poll with them so we can verify that it's you. And we, I mean, that's... You have to do that as hateful your, as you can get. You have to do that when you pick up prescriptions. Right. You have to do that when... What, are our, our druggists, our pharmacists, are, are they racist? Because you can't get up a prescription without your ID. So are they racist? That's life-saving medicine. It's not just casting a vote of yeah. one of millions. Mm-hmm. Right. This is like this is saving someone's life and right. they have to show up with ID. Yeah. To me it is so racist to claim that minorities can't produce an ID. <laughs> they can. They can. They, they do. do. And by the way, you know who and else believes that? They're all for it. What uh, was it? 80%? Yeah. So it's yeah. about 80%. It's honestly one of the most popular things in all of our discourse. And yet the Democrats continue ID. to get away with it, harping on it. It's amazing. Yeah. What it's do you amazing. think? I, I, I am... Um, I admit to a, being a little torn on this issue with uh, with Sanders was mentioning, I and mean, even with you know the Boston bombers, should they be able to vote while in prison? Uh no. I, and I that's where I've been my whole life. But oh, mm-hmm. let me just minor question. I would like to hear because you're yeah, uh, listen to this. Listen to this question, but understand this is Stu, who's never been. Oh, you know he's always been. Look, we've weathered all kinds of storms. Listen to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have it. I I can't say the thing because I have no idea what you're wanting me to say here. No, I want I want you to say you're what you're going to say. What you said earlier today about you know you've had a new look at this. Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, my new perspective on it, or, or at least because I, I feel like I'm torn on it, and I get it. Don't know what Glenn's leading to here, so I'm I hope no, I no, hope go I ahead, don't go butcher ahead, your ahead. thing here. But uh, so the idea being that like if someone is in prison, and one of the issues in the campaign is about prison conditions should the person who's being affected by those policies be able to have input in them use the example that you used today and i'm not saying that this is your that and maybe you were just using this for me i don't oh, know yeah. oh yeah oh i knew okay now i know what you're yeah. saying so my first example was what if they outlawed air conditioning in prison okay and mm-hmm. so it's really hot and should you be as a person who's affected by the policy be able to say wait a minute i want a politician who's going to oppose that then to appeal to glenn mm-hmm. i said what if they started outlawing uh they started throwing as we've you know foreshadowed many times 
They started throwing people with unacceptable political opinions in prison. What if you are some uh, you're some outrageous talk show host and you get into prison and and you're now in prison for some BS thing that you shouldn't have to do? What if they started throwing Kate Smiths of the world in prison, right? Uh, because they said these horrible things, should you not have input to say, you know what, I don't think that candidate who is, in my belief, violating the Constitution should be able to go. A gun gun claim is another good one. The Second Amendment. If you get thrown in jail because they put in one of these crazy policies, should you not, while you're in prison, be able to say, I want a different politician who sees the Constitution the right way? And I think there's an art. I think this is a largely meaningless conversation. Number one, mm-hmm. uh, they're we're not, not there. We're not there. Number two, we will be next week. Well, next week. <laughs> but number two, also like, you know, I know we all get all we get all excited about the actual you know meaning of a vote, and it's very very important historically and all that. You know, the, the idea that that you know, these are turning over elections often is going to be unlikely. But just from a from a principled manner. Like, I think that if you people who would oppose those policies that put them in prison shouldn't you could in theory, right? Like if you're Hitler, you could put uh, you could put Jews in prison who could never vote you out of office. Right. And you could come up with some ridiculous way to put them in prison and then they would have no input to overturn that way. Yeah, that's kind of a separate topic, though, from what we're talking about here, because we're not at that place. If we got to that place, then, yeah, it might I might think differently about it. But we're not there. No, and it's so definitely not, a, not. They can not a, vote for their own air conditioning. They lost that opportunity. You lost that right. Sorry. Well, look, here's a here's the thing. You on screwed that. up on the air conditioning mm-hmm. thing. That takes a a moral society. Yeah, it does. You know, if you're not you a don't moral, want to torture so- them. Right. No. Nobody is declared gonna, unconstitutional. Nobody anyway, in today's America is going to say, "I don't care if they drink swill. Right. Put them in a cave and let them starve." To we don't. We're not yeah, like we're, that. Yeah. yeah. So so that one doesn't work because we still are a somewhat moral people that don't want our prisons to be nightmares somewhat somewhat right somewhat. but i mean that's not what principles are about what you know like you're not you don't come up like we don't there's no no, I don't. no one's going to be putting soldiers in your home that no, not, not during wartime but we still no. have the third amendment and it still stands as correct. a legitimate mm-hmm. principle correct and i think the principle is um, that I happen to agree with i don't agree with once you get out of prison that you've lost that right forever I don't think that's right. You've paid your debt. You've paid your debt. Mm-hmm. But while you're in prison, I'm sorry, you lose your rights. You're in prison. So there's nothing now, you can do serious enough, serious enough that you could lose your voting rights forever in Bernie Sanders' world, right? Or I, and I will world, tell I you, so. I don't think so because you, you sex pay crimes, your, like molesting children, rape. You've paid your debt. I mean, we either believe in the pay your debt or we don't. Once you've paid mm-hmm. your debt, if your if your crime is so bad that you can never ever recover from it, you should never ever be out of jail. Yeah, yeah. But so that, that's kind of the but, argument on the like the you know Megan's Law list, right? Like if if you are a threat enough. To potentially molest children that we need to tell everyone in your neighborhood about it. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> you should be in the neighborhood. But I do think that if right. there are things that we don't understand. We don't understand, you know, if you can ever be cured. And God forbid, in this, this tape will destroy me probably <laughs> in maybe a year and a half. Uh, but if you can't be cured from pedophilia... 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It's old timey. He believed in cures for pedophilia, <laughs> which is just natural. Um, <laughs> that might not be a year and a half. Yeah, I know. It might be a week and a half. I away. know. I know. Um, but it, we don't know. We don't know. And so we don't want to take chances with our children. However, you know, the voting booth is not a schoolyard with kids in it. Now, you just hope you don't move into an area where the voting booth ends up being in the school, because then you're, you know, and you're solved. If you've committed a crime, you know, against children, you can't go to the school, you can't go to the school to vote. So we got you covered. Uh, and I think, too, my general position on this forever has been if it's part of the punishment and you receive you do the crime and receive the punishment, you know about it in advance. Right. Like it's all publicly available that you're not going to be able to vote anymore probably okay and fair but i can understand mm-hmm. the other side of that one because yeah there is too. you know like part of your voting right is is saying like i think laws should be this way and if you are on the wrong side of that law and then there's no one there to overturn an unjust law that could be problematic in a long-term scenario and i don't know if the cost of having somebody vote in prison is, is i would rather that. we uh, the american way used to be that we err on the side of of uh, of freedom of freedom always err on the side of freedom yeah. so what you're saying is well yeah but maybe these guys get out and they're going to vote for this or that well yeah maybe but what about the guys who come out and they are truly reformed are we going to yeah, well, we're going to punish yeah. them we talked to too? one just the other day the, Correct. the guy who was released under Trump's uh, second chance yes. law and it's, he, you know, completely reformed and actually got out of prison. Then they brought him back in on some technicality. And then Trump's uh, law, uh, bipartisan law, by the here's, way. Got, here's what's crazy. Know, now, now, this is not wow. Bernie Sanders, because Bernie Sanders doesn't think you should ever lose that right. Even well, while you're serving. Even your while time. you're serving. You are the Boston mm-hmm. Marathon guy. Kamala you should Harris still be able to vote. Basically the same. Yeah, that's that's crazy. In my opinion, that's craziness. What isn't, in my opinion, is... To be able to say, look, you lose it for that time period, but we either as a country believe in forgiveness and redemption or we don't. Mm -hmm. So if you pay the price, we must let it go. We must let it go. I think you should not put uh, voting uh, booths in prisons. Uh, so, but if they can escape prison and get to vote, they can, sh- that should count. That's my policy. <laughs> so don't say that out situation. Or, uh-huh. I mean, George Soros will have uh-huh. helicopters over every prison <laughs> next November. Thank you so much, Pat. Pat Grant Leash, the podcast available everywhere. Mm. And of course, you should subscribe to blazetv.com. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. You can watch the show, Pat show. Also show we're all on oh all gosh, the news and why it matters. Okay. Let me tell you about X chair. X-Chair can make your day so much better until a guy like Stu is sitting next to you in his X-Chair. And then you're you're like, oh, dear, even the I've got another pain in my arms. And it's I, I don't I was chair prom- is taking care of one literally promoting a business. You are a, a big, large stakeholder in whatever. Mm-hmm. Stu. I don't know why I get why. Am I, why is that offensive? No more sore backs. No more sore necks. Just focus and productivity. It's more like a recliner. It can't stop that nagging, buzzing sound of the person you might work with, but it'll solve everything else, and you'll get a free footrest right now. Try the X Basic model, $100 off and as low as $28 a month with 0% financing. Order today and get a free footrest. 
It's X Chair Basic, and all the X Chairs come with a 30-day, no questions asked guarantee, uh, uh, complete satisfaction, and free shipping. X Chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. Xchairbeck.com. Letter X, chairbeck.com. Or call 844-4X-CHAIR. Promo code BECK. Jason, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Yes, sir. You are a you're an ex-con. Yes, sir. Um, I I actually had when I was 19 years old an assault with a deadly weapon in California and was sentenced to six years in prison. And uh, that was in 1992. Yet I'm still unable to vote. And I believe that, you know, until you're done with parole and everything else, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. But, you know, I've paid my debt. You know, I, I own my own company now. I, I agree. pay taxes, raised a great family, mm-hmm. um, but I have no say-so. And, you know, to me, it's still, I'm still paying the price from something that's 25-plus years See, ago. See, this is, this is my problem. I'm such a uh, sucker for Victor Hugo's Les Miserables that... Um, this has always bothered me when you do your time and you're finished paying your debt to society. We, we either believe in forgiveness and fresh starts or we don't. And I, I think you should have the right to vote. You know, once you've paid the price and you're done with everything, I agree 100%, Jason, you should have the right to vote. It's you're starting fresh. You're starting over new chapter. Begin again. Thanks so much. What? Go ahead. No, and that's I did start over, and I believe that you know on some things I should lose. Like I, I messed up. I should never own a gun. I, I I caused myself to do that. You know that's my responsibility. But to hold everything continuously, I think is wrong. So, and I, I just think more people need to look at it in a broader spectrum than just never again. Thank you so much, Jason. By the way, assault with a deadly weapon in 1992. I'm sure it was a deadly weapon, but it was in California. Today, that might be. I don't. I don't know, a French fry? The climate? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I married a white person. Oh, that's way yeah. too offensive. Yeah. Uh, all right. Back in just a second with the governor of the great state of Texas, which is starting to go nuts. Texas is starting to go You're nuts. listening to Glenn Beck. Uh, sponsor is uh, Patriot Mobile. Can I just talk about this for a second? Yeah. Um, we have to start putting our money where our mouth is. And I, I mean this sincerely. We are in the fight of our life. And if you are using a mobile phone and you have, I don't know, Sprint or whoever you have, the same exact um, patterns, the same coverage, because they're going to use the same towers, stop putting your money into those organizations and give it to Patriot Mobile. Every time you pay a bill, Patriot Mobile makes a donation to PragerU and uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, conservative organizations, great coverage, 1-800-A-PATRIOT, 1-800-A-PATRIOT. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is craziness i moved to texas from new york because i couldn't i couldn't take the insanity anymore couldn't take the the taxes on top of taxes on top of taxes i couldn't take the attitude anymore couldn't take the lawlessness and the ridiculousness of the way laws were enforced or not enforced well welcome to dallas texas 
the DA has now come out and said he will not prosecute thefts of personal items worth less than $750 unless the theft was for financial gain. So if they steal your watch and your wallet and you don't, it's not as much as $750. If that person really needed that, well, then the DA will not prosecute. What the? Did a wormhole open up and I got, uh, we've dropped into some Alice in Wonderland? Is this Texas? Is this even America anymore? What the hell is happening to us? Texas Governor Greg Abbott, I contend the best governor in the country, at least the best I've ever lived with. I mean, not that I live, you know what I mean, is joining us in one minute. It's not like we're breaking news there. It's not like we're buying curtains together. Seems like maybe you are. (laughs) I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, American financing. Right now is the time to buy a home. Yeah, if you're buying a home with a governor of a state that you happen to live in, uh, maybe you've got a a vacation home for you guys to get away on the weekends. We have a little love shag. It's an apartment. (laughs) Anyway, uh, if you're looking to buy a home, now's the time uh, to buy a home. I think mortgages are going to become extremely difficult to get and rents are going to go up and up and up and up. Renting is the future. So unless you're buying an apartment uh, complex where you're going to be renting to somebody else, don't flush your money down the toilet. Rent is going to go through the roof. It's just my feeling on that. Buy a home, get it at the low, low rates that you can get right now, and the people to help you with that mortgage to get you into the right one is AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. They're salary-based consultants, so they're not making any money. They're really, truly working for you. They're not making money from the bank if they get you into this mortgage. Call 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation. NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Greg Abbott, you haven't gone insane yet, have you? This is Texas. We will not <laughs> allow lawlessness in the state of Texas. That what is going on in Dallas County is unacceptable. It is the job of a district attorney to enforce the law. In fact, he took an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the laws of the state of Texas. He is violating his oath. It's unacceptable. If he wants to change policy, he ran for the wrong job. He should have run for the legislature where he would have failed in his policy. Uh, But let me tell you something. We are not going to allow district attorneys in the state of Texas to hijack our legal system and to promote lawlessness, to not prosecute crimes. That is insanity. We're going to send him packing to New York or some other place. What color <laughs> curtains do you like? <laughs> I, mean, I just love you. I love you. I saw this come out over the weekend. And I, if you really need it, if it's a necessity for you, $750, they can just rob you. That's insane. What do we have charities for? What do we have churches for? What do we have soup kitchens for? Well, this is nuts. What are these people thinking? Well, listen, you know, we've got the NBA playoffs and and hockey playoffs going on right now. And and, uh, I I need a nice 
big TV uh, that I can have people over to watch the game with me. And I found one for only $700. So I'm just going to stop by and, and grab me a TV, not worry about paying for it, uh, so I can be able to host a good TV watch game. Right. This is insanity. We talked, we talked about this. They're making the case right now. I mean, this is socialism in, in a nutshell, uh, except it's with, with crime. Uh, we were talking about yesterday, they're making a big deal out of having access to the Internet. Well, if I have access to the Internet and Wi-Fi, but I don't have a computer, as long as I steal one for $700, I'm okay. And think, think of the message this is, but put yourself in the shoes of the mom and pop grocery store uh, or some other type of store yes uh in, yes. in, in some part of town in in dallas county somewhere uh where they may have people coming in saying listen i'm just going to take this or take that uh from the store owner uh because there's no fear whatsoever of being prosecuted that that is uh, lawlessness by this district attorney, and I'm very, very proud uh, of all the law enforcement agencies, both in the state of Texas as well as in Dallas County, uh, coming out as well as I did, as well as the attorney general did. We want to send a message, not just to Dallas County, but also to the entire state of Texas, uh, that this type of lawlessness is not going to be allowed, will not be allowed to be promoted, and we're going to work to shut it down. How do the police feel about because they're going to be the ones who a Starbucks is going to call and say, we have these guys. They come in every day and they steal muffins right off the counter. They just take them and they walk out. We can't continue to do this. How do the police, how are they expected to deal with this? Because they're going to take the brunt of the store owner or the person that's just been robbed when they say, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. Exactly. And, and that's one reason why the police are so extremely angry about this, because they, too, take an oath. They, too, are they risk their lives every single day where they could be shot and killed as they were gunned down in downtown Dallas a couple of years ago. Uh, they put their lives on the line to promote safety, to protect the people uh, whose communities uh, they patrol. And, and now they are being told uh, by the prosecuting attorney in that account in that county uh, that these criminals may not be prosecuted. And so it, it ties the hands of police officers, and they are, are rightfully angry about this. Governor, this is way above your pay grade, but I know you're doing something about it. I want to tell you a story of something that happened to me, um, or this is way below your pay yeah, grade. Yeah, way below you. <laughs> your pay grade, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I want to tell you something that happened to me that I could not believe I lived in, in the state of Texas. Um, my uh, My... Uh, home uh, taxes, my my uh, taxes went up. Property taxes? Property taxes mm-hmm. through the roof, through the roof. And everybody that I know, uh, the taxes have gone through the roof. My taxes went through the roof because I own three and a half acres. Everybody else in my neighborhood only owns one acre. And even though my house is built across those three acres or, you know, two and a half of those acres um, in, in it's a, you know, one story, the tax assessment came back that I had to pay for all three acres as if there was a home on all three because I could divide my land up as long as I tore my house down, uh, divide my land up and be able to sell three houses on there. It was insane. So we wrote a letter um, saying, yes, we're coming. We we want to contest this. Our attorney wrote a letter 
um, a, a comma was in the wrong was in the wrong place. We went to defend it with our attorney before my wife walked up. She heard the woman at the tax assessor uh, who is sitting at this little council. She's uh, she walks up and she hears the woman say, I'm so sick of these rich people uh, and their problems, blah, 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 blah. Then my wife is like, oh, dear God. So she she presents it. The woman looks at her and said, uh, how do we know that uh, you meant uh, that, that this letter means what you say it means? We said, well, bec- because we're the ones who wrote it. Our attorneys wrote it for us. We're the ones who wrote it. And they said, well, but the comma here means that it could have been written about this. We're like, no, but that was a mistake on the comma. We are fighting it for this reason. Forget the comma. We're here to testify. This is what we believe. They rejected it because the two other people looked at the woman and said, I don't care, whatever you decide. And of course, she decided, no, we're not accepting this because of the comma. Governor, this is insanity. It's insanity what's happening to people in with property taxes in Texas. Well, I think it's, it's theft by taxing authorities. And that's why we are focused this session as we speak right now on reforming your property tax system, doing three things. One is to address in part what you're talking about, and that is to rein in an out-of-control appraisal system. Thank you. Listen, I I know this is tough on you and many of your listeners, but think about the the average senior who is being driven out of their home that they may have already paid off because the property taxes are increasing so much they can no longer live in their home. It's insane. Think about the millennial who's looking to buy their first home and they, they average out their monthly income and things like that and figure out, you know, we can afford to buy this home uh, for $100,000 or whatever the case may be. But then when they have to factor in what the property taxes are, they realize, well, they're not going to be able to afford to live in the home. So yep. uh, point, point one is we have to reform uh, an appraisal system. The, the way the appraisal system works in the state of Texas for property owners, for homeowners, uh, is that they are able to jack up your uh, appraised value uh, by 10% per year. By God, they're going to try to to get every penny from you uh, by doing exactly that. And there is no limit on businesses of what they can increase the property taxes by. Uh, And so the the cost of what you're paying for your goods and things like that that you may buy somewhere is going up a whole lot because property taxes of the seller is going up so much. But point one, we want to reform the appraisal system. Uh, Point two, uh, we want to use state money to buy down your property tax rate so that we will lower the amount of property taxes that you pay. And then point three, uh, we need to close the back door to prevent taxing authorities from being able to come back in and raise your property taxes back up. That's why people have seen in the news uh, that the Texas Senate has already passed out and the Texas House soon will pass out limits on the ability of taxing authorities to raise your property tax rates. We are going to hammer down property taxes in Texas. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, do you have time? Could I, could I hold you over for one minute and then come back on it? Cause I want to talk to you about what's happening to our state. I think, I mean, there, you let know, me, there's, let me get you ask me, Glenn, I gotta, I gotta get to the Capitol. I guess. Okay. I gotta take Can care you of you ta- ask, ask we, me a question real quick and we, I'll answer. We are, I am very concerned. Texans are not aware of the efforts to flip us blue. And we are we are close to losing this state. It feels. Am I just feeling something that's not happening? 
No, it, it, it is true. Obviously, uh, the elections got close this past year with the Beto effect. But part of the Beto effect was the fact that he raised $80 million. He was able to spend that money on getting people to register to vote and go vote who had never voted before. And so what we are working is to counter that by making sure we get conservatives out to vote and get them registered. And so, we listen, we understand that if we lose Texas, we lose the United States of America. We do. There will be no other Texas for people to go to, and this is worth fighting for. And so we are going to work every single day to make sure we fight to keep mm. Texas the conservative bastion of the United States of America. Governor, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you, you to your listeners. That guy is... He's rock solid. He's one of the people you actually want to let off the phone to go to yeah. actually do his job because yeah. it's usually a good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. Well, they don't. I mean, here in Texas, we don't have full time legislature. So they're in what? Every other year. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, every two years. Yeah, yeah. Every two years, something like that. And it's I mean, it's great. They're just not around. You just don't see them. They're not somehow doing the state operates. I don't know how it happens. State, uh, with no state income tax. Right. I mean, because the property property taxes are they're not as high, I don't think, as the Northeast, but they're, no, they're, they're not they're not they're, New York. They're high for some states, but with no prop, with no state income tax, you you kinda you kinda are okay. The only with that. problem I have with it is the way they are raising them. They're just raising yeah. them like like he said, they can raise them ten percent. So they do. They raise them ten percent. Yeah, that's what happened. That happened to me this year. Yeah, it's, and it's then you nuts. have to go protest it. It's the most bizarre system, and I would say yeah. most people in Texas aren't even aware of it. Yeah, like you own a house, you're like, what do, we, what do you mean? Well, I have that to protest our, my taxes. That was our deal with the right. comma. Was we said the property taxes went up in this year, last year, and now they're gone up again. And so they said because the way we phrased that sentence and the way the comma was, no, you can't protest last year. You missed it last year. So you can only protest this year. We're like, we, we know that. But you're just making we're, the we point. We were making the point yeah. that it already went up an unreasonable amount. Now, look at what you're doing. And they were like, nope, sorry, you include last year. How do we know? And I would just say, it's it, nuts. maybe in the future, hire an accountant or an attorney and don't just go directly to the governor with your little problems. That's what I would say. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. That's just me talking. I know he's not going to do anything <laughs> no, about it. I know, it, I know but it is an unbelievable system, and he is trying it's to do something crazy. about it. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay, uh, let me tell you about LifeLock. Uh, cybercrime getting worse. Security researchers recently discovered an unprotected, publicly accessible database, 150 gigabytes of detailed plain text marketing data, including 763 million email addresses. Now... What what this is, is this is big intelligence data and it is it's everywhere and all of it is being hacked into. And all they have to do is reassemble your email address with who you are, any kind of Social Security number. And that can be done now. It's really bad. You need somebody watching out for your ID. And that's what LifeLock does. They detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. And if there is a problem, they're going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can uncover the threats that you might miss. So join now and get 10% off your first year by using promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the promo code Beck or lifelock.com. We break now for 10 seconds. Station ID.
You know, we've had a, a sponsor uh, for a very long time, and I've never said anything about this. And they're not a sponsor on this radio show, so I'm not going to tell you about a commercial. I want to speak from the heart on something. We are so we are so behind the eight ball, and it's because conservatives don't. We demand results. We demand results. And so when you go to, you know, people like George Soros, they'll put together billionaires and they don't care about the results. They care about them in the long term, but they're willing just to put their money in and not see a personal return right away because they believe that the country would be better if it was socialist or whatever. Okay, they'll get their return when they get the country they believe. We don't do that. We don't do that. And as somebody who started a network and and scraped and pinched and saved and did everything we could to be able to gather people around that would help, it was hell. It was absolute hell. We've made a difference. The blaze is making a difference. It's now number two behind Fox News. Uh, We've had 100% growth in our ratings and everything uh, every month for the last two or three months. It's been remarkable what's happening, and we appreciate that. But I want to tell you about a, a, a client of ours that um, they are not part of this radio show, so I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling you because I believe in it. This is a group of, of veterans who saw exactly what the left was doing with the phone companies, and they saw that the cellular phone companies were taking some of their profit And they had decided, you know what, we're going to give it to Planned Parenthood. We'll take some of our profits and we'll give it to Planned Parenthood. We'll give it to all these different places. AT&T actually has a board member uh, who is who is on a board uh, is on the board of uh, or the president is a board member of Planned Parenthood. Do you remember that? It, uh, I don't remember that. I mean, I remember uh, La Raza, the group that used to be called La Raza or yeah. the race, which yeah. is a border you know, open borders. Sort yes, of place. Yes. They have people from multiple phone companies on their board. Right. Um, so they changed just, the name of it now. They have but. just they are working against you. And every time you pick up the phone and you use it and you pay your bill at these phone companies, you are supporting La Raza and Planned Parenthood and everything else. So this group of veterans got together and they started Patriot Mobile and they've been in business for a while. What's crazy about this is they rent the same towers. Okay, so everybody's on the same towers. So when you get coverage, it's the same damn coverage. It's the same coverage. They're all on the same towers. And so what they're doing is they're saying, hey, would you please stop (laughs) spending your money to Planned Parenthood? Just do it to us and we'll support Dennis Prager and Prager U. We'll we'll support different organizations that are fighting for the things that you're fighting for. Instead of taking a bit of our profit and giving it to Planned Parenthood, we'll take a bit of our profit and we will uh, we'll give it to things that are actually building our country. There are the phone companies are actually doing there are phone companies in California that actually have been built to fund races for progressives. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, one company in particular, not one of the big like headline yeah. names that you might know, uh, but has donated over $80 million to progressive causes. And this is a smaller company. This yeah. is not one of the, this is not one of the big ones. 
uh, I mean, think about that. Tens of millions of dollars flowing into races against, you know, the things that you believe in. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I mean, you know, that's the that's what I do like about Patriot Mobile. Again, not a commercial, but you know, you're getting you're getting the same, same service. service. You don't have you're to getting sacrifice anything because I'm less, way too lazy to sacrifice anything. Right, less cost. Yeah, yeah it's definitely lower cost. But yeah. also, uh, you know, you're supporting conservative causes. I mean, yeah, things that actually agree with the Constitution. So anyway, I just I'm only telling you this. That's you a great can, example. You can join uh, at one eight hundred a Patriot if you want. That's great. Um, what I'm saying is, America. If you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in America, you must start uh, uh, working together, standing up, making sure you're not giving your money needlessly to people who are working against you. Stand together. You've got to stand now. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right. Here's another organization. Another organization, USCCA. Now, USCCA is the United States Concealed Carry Association. They're the top provider of self-defense education, training, legal protection in the country. Their membership is amazing. I I highly recommend you become a member of the USCCA just because of the legal coverage alone, uh, because things are going to get really dicey. But they would like to introduce themselves by giving you something. They're giving away a buttload of free guns. Yes, a buttload of free guns. Uh, these are great guns. Uh, they're um, they're uh, pistols and really high quality. You're going to love it. Just all you have to do to find out which gun it is, is uh, text the word Beck to 87222. When you text Beck to 87222, you'll automatically be registered for 19 chances to win one of these 19 guns. They're giving them away on, I think it's this Friday, so do it now. Beck, B-E-C-K, text that word to 87222 and introduce yourself to the USCCA. Every week we feature one of the endless number of Democratic candidates uh, in a socialist spotlight. Tonight, Kamala Harris, blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn. You know, I, I just want to tie a few stories together uh, for you. Let's, let's start with Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, what did we learn about that? We learned that those were Easter worshipers, not Christians. We also noticed that there wasn't a single uh, Democratic leader that had come out before when when uh, New Zealand was attacked and said when New Zealand was attacked, they came out and they said, uh, this is a war against Islam and it must be stopped. This hatred of Islam must be eradicated when the Easter worshipers were killed. In a coordinated plan and attack by several people, a group in Sri Lanka supported by an international group of Islamists, nobody said anything about it. Their thoughts and prayers went with the people of Sri Lanka. Well, that was great. I appreciate that. But will you at least say this was an attack on Christians and Christians are coming under fire at the the highest rate since since Jesus, will you say that? No, they won't. Why? Well, let me give you story two. Um, God bless America. Kate Smith. 
the statue in Philadelphia of Kate Smith is being taken down because they say she's a racist. If you missed if you miss this uh, reveal, make sure you go back to the podcast and listen to it today because we talked about it in our hour one. And we showed you the song she sang, where she sang it, why it was written, why she sang it. In context, she is way ahead of her time, way ahead of her time as a civil rights leader. Okay. Why are they really taking that out? They want that statue down. Because Kate Smith sang God bless America. It's tradition. It's the way we view America. It's part of us. She raised the equivalent of $10 billion herself. $10 billion to fight the Nazis. That's insanity. Here's this heroic woman. In a different age. Singing a song that was meant and sung by civil rights leaders. She was it was a sarcastic parody of uh, white racists in 1931. Wow. She was ahead of her time. That must have been popular. Why are they doing it? Because they know for a fundamental transformation, we have to change our traditions. We have to change our, our, our values, our language, and our history. And that's what's happening. You also have to take apart the rule of law. If you're going to have top-down, bottom-up, inside-out, you have to get rid of the rule of law. You have to create chaos on the streets. We just told you about a DA in Dallas. This guy is insane he says he's no longer going to prosecute anybody who steals things that are worth less than 750 dollars if they really need it excuse me if they really need it they can steal it so if it's baby food diapers food clothing i can tend a laptop you could make a case that i really needed this for just about anything in today's world, you have to create lawlessness. You then have to tax the citizen's wealth. You have to crush the rich. Well, they're doing that, are they not? Look at Elizabeth Warren. Take away a tax on people's wealth. That's not their income. That's their wealth. So if you have $50 million, well, you can afford it. So every year I tax you, let's say, 10% on your wealth. That's 10% on every piece of art you own. Uh, You know, everything that you have. This has already been deemed unconstitutional several times, but that's where they're going. Take away people's wealth. Take away the rule of law. Take away people's wealth. Pit them against each other, rich, poor, black, white. Take away their history, their traditions. And what do you have left? What do you have left? We are going to show you a couple of things. First, uh, tonight on The Blaze at 5 o'clock, Kamala Harris. She is our latest uh, uh, Democratic nominee hopeful that we are going to show you her history. 
Her history is a little complex, especially for somebody who believes in reparations. Wait until you hear this one. It'll make your head hurt. You can never do the math. Common Core can't figure the math out on this one. That's Kamala Harris tonight at 5 o'clock on The Blaze. Then, a week from tomorrow is May Day. That is the communist holiday of May 1st. We are going to do a special, and it'll be on all platforms. It will be free. It'll be on The Blaze, Blaze TV. It will be on um, YouTube and Facebook. It'll be on every platform. We're doing a special next week uh, called Socialism. A warning from the dead. And the reason why we're calling it that is because we found a document that was written by the communist historian of Czechoslovakia. And it was a triumphant document. It was basically how we did it. When we signed the, the treaties in World War II, Churchill made sure that he bound the Soviet Union as much as he could. Remember, nobody, you know, FDR was fine with the Soviets and communism. But Churchill knew these guys are dangerous. And so we bound them to something that we thought maybe they couldn't affect anybody. But they did. They found a way around it. We bound them by saying you cannot come in and disrupt elections. You can't put... You can't put armies on the street. You can't take over, you know, in a hostile manner. They have to find their own way. Should they decide to join you, that's fine. So the Soviets went to work on a plan. How do we flip Czechoslovakia, which was the breadbasket of the East? It was providing most of the food right after World War II. Nobody had any food. Czechoslovakia was a breadbasket. They were a free market. They had just come out from fascist rule. Well, how did that country flipped, flip and become communist and a Soviet uh, ally in three years? This document was written as a how we did it. It was smuggled out of the former Czech Republic uh, back in about 1960. It was shown to some members of Congress at that point and then just kind of slipped away into darkness. Well, we have rediscovered it in our research on a few things, and we couldn't believe it because it is a document that absolutely spells out word for word, step by step, exactly what's happening to America. And once you're aware of it, it couldn't it, it won't be able to be done. <laughs> but that's if everybody is aware of it and everybody believes it and everybody doesn't dismiss it as some old document. If you actually look at what it says and you look at how they did it and what they're doing now in America, you'll plainly see. What flipped Czechoslovakia in three years? Have you noticed how quickly things are going? Have you noticed, as I pointed out when I was on CNN, these are the birth pangs of the things to come, meaning those pangs are going to get harder and stronger, more painful and closer. And then we give birth to something. 
I don't think you want to see what we're giving birth to. But if you don't open your eyes and you don't begin to stand up now, we're giving birth. And sooner than you think. That's a special that is happening next Wednesday. If you'd like to support us, uh, you can join Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Uh, your membership pays for the research on things like this. Uh, and we really appreciate it. I am making this special free for everyone. Uh, and we, we really hope you will gather your friends, gather your family, and watch this special next Wednesday night. It is vital that you understand what's being done and how it's being flipped. Because they've done it in the past, and they're doing it again. And just like Kate Smith, unless you know, unless you know the truth, they can get away with anything. You can say anything about anybody. And they are. They're erasing our past. Don't miss it. Join us now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, you're going to save 10 bucks on your uh, yearly membership. And don't forget, tonight, Kamala Harris... In this one is, I mean, it's Saturday Night Live couldn't have written this story. It is so crazy, it almost needs a laugh track. But it's just another day in America. If you're in constant pain, I want you to know you are not alone. My pain and inflammation were so bad uh, that there were many days. And I say this with um, gratitude towards my wife and embarrassment. I don't know. There's something that happens to there's something that happens to a man when you're not able to button your own shirt or tie your own shoes. And Tanya, God bless her, would um, get up and she would. Uh, button my shirt or tie my shoes and it was horrible i i, I just couldn't live this way uh, any longer and she was the one who finally said just try relief factor please just try it so i did at least she can help with that problem the other problems you have she really can't do anything about that's what's really sad here you know she there's there's just just nothing she, you can take to it, cure that other stuff is that is that all is that all you have to i add? just wanted to make sure Tanya had a defender here in, the, in this room. Now, should <laughs> you say something and then just get punched in the face repeatedly? <laughs> well, will relief factor re- work on that? Pain? It will. It will help reduce the inflammation and help the pain go away. Uh, 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Or go to relieffactor.com. Get your life back. It works. Relieffactor.com. I think I slept through. I, I somehow or another, I slept through last night. My bed, uh, some sort of wormhole opened up on the floor of my house. My bed tumbled into it. I've I've come up on. I don't know if this is Earth four, Earth twelve, but it's not the Earth that I I went to bed in last night. And the one I went to bed in was crazy, and we had this this democratic socialist named. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez. I don't know if you have her on on, on your earth, um, but she looks a lot like the one you call Ocasio-Cortez. But the one on my earth wasn't this crazy. 
Listen to the one on your earth, what she just said. Especially when it comes to the VA, all I can think of is that classic refrain that my parents always told me growing up, which is that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. When it comes to the VA, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the entire open, and that is the opening and approach that we have seen when it comes to privatization. VA. Our veterans somehow needs to be fixed, optimized, tinkered with until stop, until stop, stop, stop. Oh, Toto, I want to go home. I want to go home. She's saying that the the VA provides the highest quality of care, and what she's what she's crazy about is. You our veterans are receiving this, and there are some who say it needs to be fixed or tinkered with. Are you insane? Or on this earth, does the VA work? Because on my on my earth, it doesn't work. I mean, I the only evidence I have of that is every veteran I've ever talked to in my entire life. But other mm. than that, it seems to be working well. Um, if you don't have to use it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you happen to be one of the beneficiaries uh, from all of the nonsense uh, and mm-hmm. and bureaucracy, mm-hmm. then it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It may have to get treatment there. See, uh, on, it's on, a little bit of a problem. On my earth, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. a veteran went in and uh, was trying to get help, and they just gave him more drugs. And so then to try to you know uh, show the world that this system is broken... He told his wife before he went to the doctor, today, I think I'm going to have to make a statement on behalf of all of the veterans. And so he went to the doctor, said, hey, just more medication for this. And he's like, that really is not helping. And he left and he blew his brains out. Hmm. But that happened on my earth. On the one with this Ocasio-Cortez, apparently it's all fine. It really is amazing when you put it in those terms. I mean, we've had, this is we've nuts. had, I mean, you know, th- there's a reason why we have so many veterans come in here and are on the show because they're, they look at the world, they've dealt with these systems and they feel the same way about them. Right. They've had to deal with all of the nonsense from a, what is essentially a socialized version of medicine. And, and, not like and one that is not even looking. It is truly socialism, not even looking at the facts of what works. You know the VA, they're, they're not talking about 12-step programs. Their only answer is drugs. That's it. First, uh, let me tell you about uh, Home Title Lock. Home Title Fraud, huge, huge business. All you have to do is you go down to the courthouse and you... Well, I'm not going to tell you exactly. You just go down to the courthouse, you get some stuff... Uh, you change some stuff. It's really, really easy. You buy a fake notary seal. You notarize it. You sign a fake name. You turn it into the courthouse, and somebody else's house is yours. That's how easy it is. There's only one company that is standing against that, and it's Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. You're going to get a $100 search for free when you sign up. But please, sign, sign up yourself. Sign anybody you know that owns a house. Sign up for this, especially your parents. HomeTitleLock.com. The fusion of entertainment 
and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, man. Uh, yesterday, we told you about the story uh, from the Huffington Post. This is the headline. Quote, Satan is having a moment. End quote. The story was how Satanists, it turns out, I'm quoting, Satanists, as it turned out, are everything you think they're not. They're patriotic. They're charitable. They're ethical. Equality-minded. Dedicated to picking up litter with pitchforks on an Arizona highway. Satan is having a moment. Oh, yes, he is. And now, today, I bring you another insane story. And this one from one of the editors of the New York Times in an op-ed piece. He's got a few things that he's discovered about Jesus. The War on Christianity. Yeah, it's real. Asked Sri Sri Lankans. Ask them if it's real. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You can also ask them how to pronounce the name of their country. That's another thing you can ask. Sri Lanka. Yeah. No, you got it on attempt four. I was just curious if the first three would be. You weren't helping. No, I thought you were just looking right. at me. I was like, just looking at there like, this is a like great it. moment. This is what you're supposed to do <laughs> oh, as an it? executive producer. Ah, I'm, supposed to make I'm me still look learning this job after 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about Norton Security. Um, well, you go ahead. Tell them. Tell them about Norton Security. Tell them all about it. Norton security is very important, of course. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, let's say, you mail something important, mm-hmm. okay, something private, like your tax return, which contains your social security number or mm-hmm. other financial information, uh-huh. something like that, would you use a postcard, Glenn? You probably would, because you can't even pronounce the name of an important country. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of like that if you use public Wi-Fi, even yeah. if it's password protected, which is important. Right. I think when you when you enter a password, you kind of just get this idea that you're completely safe. Well, it's password protected. Right. That's not the way that works, unfortunately. Yeah. No, it's not at all. Uh. So a VPN is basically, Norton has come out with a VPN. It really does protect everything. Uh, it's a uh, it's a virtual private network. It's what you see in the movies all the time. Can we trace the call? No, it looks like he's, yes, he's in London. No, he's in Germany. No, he's in China. That is a virtual private network, so nobody is tracking you. Nobody is putting cookies on your computer, which I found out, strangely, the only kind of cookies I don't like. I was going to say, I always have cookies on my computer. I do, but The too. crumbs I get do. in the keys. It's exactly brutal. right. Anyway, uh, Norton, they are the leader in uh, online security, consumer cybersecurity. So Norton now has a VPN. Get a Norton Secure VPN and enjoy the convenience of being connected without the worries of searches and unpri- uh, you know an unsecure uh, uh, internet connections. Get an annual subscription starts at three dollars and thirty three cents a month, uh, and it is Norton dot com slash VPN. Norton dot com slash VPN. How the hell did I ever get this job? Great point. Great question. Incredible observation. We should do a special on this. Wasn't how did he get this job? From the New York Times. The New York Times has published a piece by a writer who is reported for the Times, as well as edited for the New York Times magazine. In this uh, wonderful, wonderful article, uh, Eric Copage, the writer. Wrote, as I grew older, 
I learned that the fair-skinned, blue-eyed depiction of Jesus has for centuries adorned stained-glass windows and altars and churches throughout the United States and Europe. But Jesus, born in Bethlehem, was most likely a Palestinian man with dark skin. Now, that's weird, um, because the Palestinians weren't anywhere around Jesus. In fact, they didn't exist until about 700 A.D., so just a, you know, just a few hundred years after Jesus uh, lived, Palestinians appeared, because there, there, there was no Palestine. In fact, Palestine uh, came uh, because an emperor of Rome, after he got rid of all of the Jews, he decided to rename the area Palestina. And he renamed it after the ancient uh, enemies of the Jews, the Philistines. You know, and they, and they were defeated by, um, you know, King David uh, and then defeated several other times. And finally, by the Assyrians long before the Jews were fighting with Rome. So here's what happened. Apparently, Mary had a double remarkable birth. This Jewish woman gave birth with without any kind of, well, with an immaculate conception. And not only was he the son of God, he was a Palestinian. He wasn't even Jewish. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy. Hmm. Not even Jewish. He was Arab. Hmm. Not possible. Now, here's the real problem, besides the fact that he never in this article mentions that Jesus was a Jew. He now says Jesus was a Palestinian. Now, even the cultures across the world may at times show a Jesus that reflects their own story. A white Jesus is deeply embedded in the Western story of Christianity. It has become often impossible to separate Jesus and white from the American society. I know. I will never. That's the main thing that I think of. Thank God Jesus was white. That, that's, am, that's the lead of every servant, sermon that I've ever been to. I mean, look. It, it, I, I've, I, I, I only go because my <laughs> service is practically a Klan meeting. <laughs> so, like, the, the, it is not at all a central part of Christianity that Jesus was white. Right? Like, that is not. It does not matter at all what Jesus' color was. I mean, yes, the imagery here and the, you know, in the, you know. The way we look at Jesus here, yes, he seems like kind of a white dude, but not completely. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily clear in all the photos uh, that we've seen. I mean, all those, the, the three now the 4K video we've seen of him <laughs> is pretty clear. That he does yeah. look a little bit darker skin. Yeah, I mean, before um, we had kind of like the Seven Eleven surveillance camera look at Jesus. Yeah, but I know. Now but that now we have four K, four K, you can kind of tell. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit darker skin. I, mean, I just is that it all material to one Christian on Earth? I mean, maybe. A white supremacist would care about such a thing, right? Like I, I, I don't care. It's not. It's not material at all. To I the have a feeling system. Jesus was not a handsome man. I mean, every picture I've ever seen of Jesus is, is you know, he was a handsome man. And I don't think he was probably a handsome man. Right. Like, like uh, th- there's a description in the Bible after the uh, as he's going through the whole scourging thing, which uh, is part of the the Easter uh yeah. situation which yeah. was not pleasant before yeah. the crucifixion he went through both which is yeah. not 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 pleasant and there's a description of him as completely unrecognizable 
as even like a human, he's so destroyed from the first process they put him through that when they put him on the actual cross, he is not even recognizable as basically a member of the species. Now, every picture you've ever seen uh, painted of Jesus on the cross does not show him that way, right? Like it's not, it does not, that's not what the imagery shows, right? That is not, it does not truthfully reflect what we believe Jesus actually had gone to, to that point, right? Like he had, he had been, it would be too gruesome to hang on the wall, right? Like we're talking Mel Gibson level stuff, even, maybe even worse from uh, Passion of the Christ. And that's not necessarily the way people, not necessarily every picture in every hallway, right? But is that central to the belief? No. Not at all. It's not no. material to what we're talking about. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, listen, this is what he said. Now, even in the cultures across the world, uh, um, at times, show a Jesus that reflects their own story. A white Jesus is still embedded in the Christian uh, story in, wet, in the West. It became often impossible to separate Jesus and white from the American psyche. But I am interested. Now, Stu, I want you to answer these questions because he is interested. I am interested in how white Christians feel about images of Christ. I kind of just went over that one. Yeah, I kind of don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't really think about it. How do you feel about the possibility that Christ may not look the way he's been portrayed for centuries in the United States and Europe? Listen to this question. How do I feel about the possibility that Christ may not look the way as he's been betrayed? Dude, I figured that out when I was like in third grade. All of the pictures of Jesus look different, you know, and it's I, I, I don't expect Jesus to look like the guy that I see, you know, in the pictures. I just well, I don't uh, reverse and, it right. Like let's say we hundred. Let's say Jesus came from uh, from Branson, Missouri. He's like a you know normal white guy, white as can be, white bread, white, and that's we all knew that. And some a foreign country uh, decided to portray him, and he looked differently. Would we say you guys aren't Christian? Sorry, your pictures look different. Like n- no. no, no, it's not because well, here's the last questions. Here's the last question. If you've seen Christ depicted as a man of color, what was your reaction? Oh, well, I burned the church down. Yeah, that's usually either the way that to go. or I went, oh, wow, that makes sense. You know, it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, when uh, I first saw black dolls start coming on the market. Oh, my gosh. I hadn't even How I hadn't even you. because I was a white little kid. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And as as a thinking human being, you're like, of course, it, you want to have something that looks and relates to you. Right. And, so yeah, look, I don't have a problem with that. I and, don't know anybody who does. And we do complain occasionally about how these things get changed. Right. Like, but my complaint about like, why? OK, now. I don't know, Superman's gay, or, uh, you know, uh, Captain America is now, um, you know, uh, an Eskimo, or whatever. Like, these things change, and we're like, okay, this is, this is silly. The reason why I at least get annoyed at those things is because we've moved, we're moving further and further away from the Martin Luther King vision. Yes. It's now, instead of saying, don't notice skin color, it's not important, it has nothing to do with life, don't worry about it, which is, that's the vision I want. Instead, it's always notice all the time. Yeah. It's See, all my you problem, should think about. My problem with, uh, who's the guy who's taking over for James Bond, the black actor? I think he's great. I think he's great. I don't know. 
and I think he'll be a he'll he'll be a good James Bond. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, oh, it, I, I'm not watching it because Elba, right? James Bond is black. Yeah. I mean, I I thought Pierce Brosnan kind of sucked, uh, and like he's a, white. And that's a black, the same thing with Black Panther, right? Like Black Panther, like that's the but like it was promoted not as a great movie, but as a finally black people get a superhero. That was the that was like the right. tagline of the movie right. basically and so, according to the media and that's the problem. And so, it shouldn't be about that. You shouldn't need to have someone who looks like you, right? I, I should be able to be, like if I have a hero that is black, I shouldn't be like, you know what? If I just had a white version of that, I could sell that to my kids. That's right. silly. Yeah. That's that's a, totally against yeah. what Martin Luther King wanted. So my problem with like for instance use use 007 is 007 is a character written by Ian Fleming. And it's based on him. Mm-hmm. It's based on him. A person. A person. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is, it's part of history. Now, you change it. It doesn't, I'm going to still, if he's good at being James Bond, yeah. I'm going. I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. Again, it's not material to whether you're going to enjoy no. the movie. No, um, but when you when you when you have to have a character be somebody that they're clearly not, what what? what? It's I mean, again, it's that just is not, so stupid. It's not born out of tolerance. It's not born out of acceptance. It's not born out of certainly colorblindness. It's born of the exact opposite, which is what all this stuff is from the left. We, the word racism gets thrown around a lot, but what else is it when you're basing decisions on skin color? I, like, that is exactly what the definition of racism at least used to yeah. be. You're, you're making decisions solely based on a, the color of a person's skin. And if you say, hey, I need to have a black superhero or it's not real, or I need to have a black candidate or I can't accept it. I mean, the Democrats are basically admitting that as they run for president. If we have a white guy at the top of the ticket, there has to be a person of color uh, on the on uh, as the VP. Mm-hmm. Or you know, can Joe no. Biden win? Can Bernie Sanders win New- as a white male? The New York Times said, "Are the Democrats really inclusive if the presidential nominee is, isn't or is white and just a, just a gay guy? What if is right. that enough? Is that enough?" Well, if he's qualified for the job, yes, it's enough. It's got nothing to do with this whole thing. And, you know, progressives, and and I would say this goes back to your most recent book, uh, when we're talking about postmodernism, it is actually a complete reversal. They they are as obsessed with race as Richard Spencer is. Mm -hmm. They are as obsessed with race as as David Duke is. Yes. They They happen to be favoring different groups but they are favoring groups based on race uh, on skin color and it's the same exact disease because the progressives haven't changed yeah the early 20th century they were racist Mm -hmm. they were just racist on black people Mm -hmm. now they're racist against white people or jews or whatever Mm -hmm. it nothing has changed just the target racism isn't about the target the target can change racism is about hatred blinds.com's having a flash sale right now a flash sale now for your blind shades your plantation shutters so much more they make the entire process really simple and really easy so whether you're looking for energy efficiency, you just moved, or you 
You just want to change the feel of your home, update it. Blinds.com makes the whole experience really enjoyable. Every order gets free samples, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Right now, their great prices are even better. Go to Blinds.com now through April 25th and get 20% off of everything guaranteed, plus an extra 20% off with the promo code back. It's Blinds.com. Take the 20% off of everything, plus an extra 20% off top of that with promo code back. Blinds.com, promo code back. We break now for 10 seconds, station ID. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the Kate Smith song, which we talked about earlier today. Um, but but here's the song now. Kate Smith, in case you don't know, she sang "God Bless America," and I want you to know the only thing you need to know about this story is this is postmodernism deconstructing American culture. This has nothing to do with Kate Smith, and I will prove it to you. It has nothing to do with Kate Smith. It has everything about deconstructing our culture. Kate Smith, who uh, who raised herself uh, the equivalent of ten billion dollars to uh, defeat the Nazis in war bonds. That's incredible. In 1931, she went on Broadway and she was part of a Broadway review, and she and another guy sang a song, uh, and it sounds horribly racist i want you to hear i want you to hear the actual song that she sang in 1931 that somebody was so oppressed by i mean who's even searching for this listen to what she said someone had to pick cotton someone had a plan to call someone had a slave and the Holy cow, right? Horrible. Someone had a laugh at trouble, though he was hard and warm, had to be contented with any old thing. That's why donkeys were born. Okay, so how could this song even, even then... How could this song be sung on Broadway and and, uh, you know, among all the enlightened artists of the time? How could a Broadway show be done with this in the North in 1931? Well, it's very easy. If you just ask that question instead of jumping to conclusions that, oh, my gosh, she meant this. You would know that she sang this song. So did someone else, a civil rights activist on stage, the same show, on stage, singing this song, the guy who uh, also sang it was a, um, was a civil rights activist whose father was a runaway slave. Why would he sing this? Because it is in the same spirit as another song from another Broadway play, that was huge and critically acclaimed just recently with Mel Brooks. Do you remember this song from Springtime for Hitler? 
Germany was having trouble, what a sad, sad story. Needed a new leader to restore its former glory. Where, oh, where was he? Where could that man be? We looked around and then we found no. the man. If you want to be the audience that walks out on this song, just like in the movie, because they're so offended that this could be on, go ahead, be that dope, be that dope. Or you could see that this was written by a Jew, Mel Brooks, mocking the master race, mocking those who followed Hitler and Hitler himself. That's what this was about. And that's what the Kate Smith song was. It was a song mocking the white supremacists in the South. But do we care? No, we don't care. Why? Who was so downtrodden by this song that none of us have ever heard of? Who was so downtrodden by that? I'll tell you who. Somebody who is looking to destroy our traditions, someone who is looking to destroy our history, that's who. Somebody wants a transformation of America. You've got to change history. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Something incredible is happening right now. Voices are growing louder who are tired of the bullcrap being spewed by world leaders who have uh, too long ruled Uh, with power and lies, uh, and instead of helping their fellow countrymen, they have done everything they could to enrich themselves. These voices are getting louder and louder, and voters are electing less traditional voters. The latest is in the Ukraine, where they hired a comedian, literally voted for a comedian in a landslide. He had no policy ideas. Things are not going to go well. And as chaos erupts, socialism becomes more popular, popular, and our dollar becomes worth less and less. Goldline has just released their 2019 version of the legal tender bar. Ten individual, one-tenth of an ounce, 99.9% pure gold bullion legal tender bars secured in a credit card-sized barter case. I want you to see how easy it is to own gold or silver, read their risk information, and call them right now at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Kamala Harris is one of the frontrunners for the uh, Democratic nomination. You need to know her history, where she stands. Socialist Spotlight on blazetv.com slash Glenn tonight. You know, we're talking about social engineering and erasing uh, history and confusing and, and getting rid of everything that you know um, so we can flip the country inside out. Um, tonight, uh, Kamala Harris, who is running for president, she is on the... Uh, She's on the block today to be able to look at her and look at her, uh, you know, her history. It's a really confusing history for a woman who cries out for reparations. I don't know what side she's really on. I mean, when it comes right down to it, uh, wait until you see her confused history uh, and the things that she has done from reparations to the Me Too movement. Kamala Harris tonight at five o'clock only on the blaze tv you know all the it's it's amazing we were talking about uh, you know how kate smith uh you know is is now out who how are you affected by kate smith 
she died like in 1975. Who cares? Who cares? No one. And no one cares about Kate Smith, except for her poor family who is be, that is being yes. destroyed by this. Correct. And, and you know, she's, she's now going to be remembered in history books as a villain. Mm-hmm. So we can get rid of somebody else who did great things. Because why? She was pro-America. She's saying, God bless America. That was the target. But I, I warn you, you better go after Mel Brooks then. Oh, my God. I mean, always sunny in Philadelphia. Well, how's that? I can't even imagine what that sounds like in 10 or 20 years. Again, same type of thing. They're, they were, they're parodying terrible people. They're, uh, they're, they're using satire to show that people who do X, Y, and Z are really bad. And those of you in Hollywood or in comedy, you should look to the lesson of Louis C.K. Yeah. Who Louis C.K. is never going to be forgiven. And I, I think the only thing I can think of is that remember the special he did where he was talking about abortion and he was he wasn't fully in the boat. Oh yeah, he has know? a lot of examples of that type of thing. He's no conservative by any no. means, but he's, you know, like, you know, he comes he's come out he came out against like common core at one point. Right. You know, and it's like that you can't do that. You can't do that. So you now you know, look, he had his own separate issues, but we've seen I mean, these people will praise Roman Polanski. Yeah. The guy was having sex with 14-year-olds. They're like, "Ah, he's fine. His movies are good." How is how is this a real issue? It's not. So a warning, warning. Look, look in history to Kurt Garan of of the uh, the German film industry. He was the icon of comedy in film and the Germans used him for a while. The Nazis were fine to have Mm -hmm. him until it came time for them to finally say, "Okay, we're stable enough. You are no longer here. Uh, the idea was, no, I'm too important. They won't do that to me. So we were talking about this off air yesterday about, you know, there are racists. There's David Duke. He's a bad racist. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to look for you're going to look for parody, comedy, um, you're going to have to purge an awful lot of people and a lot of people on the left. Yeah, that's why we have a fabulous new game show, Glenn. It's yes. called Is It David Duke or Amy Schumer? Which one is it? It's going to be very difficult for the audience to uh, to come up with these answers. <laughs> and that's why we brought in an expert. Um, it has nothing to do with neither one of us wanting to read a bunch of David Duke quotes so we can be taken out of context and we don't care about Jeffy. It's Jeff Fisher! <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you know, I don't think this is fair to say, is it David Duke or Amy? It should be, is this David Duke or somebody just as bad as David Duke? <laughs> right, because that's the thing. They're saying Kate Smith is as bad as the racist of that day because right. she sang the song, which was a parody. parody. It was a, it it was was a satire. Con- it was satire. To show that racists were dumb, essentially. Right, right. Uh, so we brought in Jeffy, and again, it has nothing to do with not wanting to be on <laughs> His record. His career is completely expendable. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Some Wait. people have said that. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> welcome, Jeffy. Thank you. The I host of this game it. that Glenn has given a brand new <laughs> Very clunky title to him. Uh, yes. Uh, David Duke or someone just as bad as David Duke. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're going to read the lines. Now, I happen to know uh, these, Glenn. I've heard this uh, particular Amy Schumer bit. Um, but I'm uh, curious to know if you can actually tell. I think some All of right. them are going to be difficult. Okay. Go ahead. All right. All right. Is this David Duke or someone just, just as bad? As bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are the Asian people laughing? I can never tell. Well, seeing that it's from, you know, talking about laughing, I would say that it's someone just as bad as David Duke. Oh, Amy Schumer. Do we have Amy Schumer audio? Are the Asian people laughing? (laughs) 
I can never tell. Oh, wow. wow. They all She's look alike. They look alike and they don't they, make facial expressions. Wow. Wow. Well, that's Amazing. someone just as bad, I'll tell you that, Thank as David you. Duke. Thank you. And I hope f- the future uh, the future generations realize we that. We all know how bad David Duke is, but we don't realize there are other people just as bad as David Duke. Question number two. Question number two. Now who's the wetback? Wow. Again, this is why That's we have Jeffy reading these lines. David David Duke? Oh. David Duke, do we have Amy Schooner audio on that line? He's Hispanic, so he was like, now who's the wetback? I'm like, hey! Oh, no, that was Amy oh, Schumer. Somebody just as bad. Just as bad. As David Duke. Mm, yeah, the next one. Really bad. Um, I think that white people were, no question, the creators of what we call white America. Ooh, is that David Duke or someone just as horrible as Say David that Duke? again, because that one's tough. Say it again. I think that white people were, no question, the creators of what we call white America. Oh, I think, does it have to be in a comedy routine? Because that sounds like Amy Schumer. <laughs> Do we have Amy Schumer of that line? Oh, oh that's no. David Duke. Doesn't that sound like it something? Does. I mean, that sounds like something they would say. Yeah, white America definitely built what we would call white America. <laughs> yeah. It could have been, yeah. That could yeah. have been a serious policy statement yeah. from Amy Schumer. So, so it was either Amy Schumer trashing being racist <laughs> against white people or david duke being racist against people of other color this is an incredibly confusing game show it really is back to our host jeff fisher of course you know the miracle of aids we all do it's the only disease that turns fruits into vegetables wow <laughs> is that i don't think even amy schumer would have said that but that isn't a joke it form. It is a joke form. Yes, it is. Your uh, final answer, sir. Uh, David Duke. David Duke. Do we have Amy Schumer audio of that one? Oh, oh you're correct. Okay. David Duke. Really nice correct. work. Thank nice you. work. <laughs> wow. So, <clears throat> my best friend is black. She's teaching me how to freestyle rap, and I'm teaching her how to freestyle swim. That is Amy Schumer. <laughs> Play the audio. And my best friend is black in this story. And In this story. She's awesome. She's a comedian. And it's cool. She's been teaching me how to like freestyle rap, which I'm kind of good at. And I've been teaching her how to freestyle swim. So. See, and it's okay that the audience laughed at that today, but will it be okay in the future? I think we need to identify with uh, cell phone technology everyone who's in the audience laughing at these. I think that's. Laughing at that, it's sad. It's a sad statement. You think that. All white people freestyle swim and all black people freestyle rap. It, yeah. You're clearly a racist. <laughs> it's an interesting take on that, but yes, okay. <laughs> all right. Next up, Jeff Fisher, the host of this fabulous game show. Get back in the kitchen. Those dishes aren't going to do themselves. That is something that David Duke absolutely said, but I bet Amy Schumer <laughs> also said it. Oh, well, let's hear. Do we have Amy Schumer audio? Get back in the kitchen. Those dishes aren't going to do themselves. <laughs> Talking about Hispanics. Saying they need to get into the kitchen. Even as the host, it does sound like something David Duke would have said. Yeah, because that's just a straight racist line, right? Like, hey, Hispanics. I I thought it was about women. Oh, no, it's about Hispanics. It's about Hispanics. (laughs) Yes, because you see, Hispanics do dishes, according to Amy Schumer, when we take out the context of what she's actually doing here. And I think this is great, because when they build all of the Amy Schumer statues that are clearly coming... When that happens, we can all revisit this in 50 years and tear them all down. 
Good thing there's never going to be a statue of Rennie <laughs> Schumer. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about slavery. You think slavery didn't exist in Africa, even Indian tribes? Hmm. That's David Duke. That's ah, David Duke. And do we have Amy Schumer audio? Oh, uh, you are yeah, correct yeah, again, yeah, yes, Glenn. Yes. You're pretty good at this game. You seem to know these racist things very well. <laughs> That's a different game no. show. Oh, okay. Is the game show contestant... Also, just as bad (laughs) as David Duke. (laughs) Thanks very much, Jeffy. By the way, you can get Jeffy. uh, Yes. uh, Chewing the Fat. Podcast, Chewing the Fat. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher available where all podcasts are. I can't believe we didn't get to the uh, line about uh, Mexicans and their work habits. Do we have that one? It would be the fourth clip on our list from Amy Schumer. Tell me, is this David Duke or Amy Schumer? Would you know when you heard this line if it was just read to you? I mean, nothing works 100% of the time, right? Except Mexicans. <laughs> oh, boo, right? Boo, Mexicans. <laughs> really? Wow. That, but that, I mean, again, this taken is Taken out of context. Taken out of context, which is what they've done to me mm-hmm. on multiple occasions. Uh, taken me out of context. They just did it to me last week. Just did just it to me week. last week. Um, you take things out of context, and it's bad. And But we're not playing that game because, taken out of context, you've already decided, America, by letting these things stand, you've already decided that you'll just go along with it. So whoever they want to sweep up, and believe me, Amy, they will come for you eventually. They will. They will come for you. I mean, they're already eating their own. They had, they don't even have power yet. And they're already <laughs> kicking people out of the club. What do you think's going to happen to you? You make one wrong move, you're out. So good luck to you. We, by the way, as conservatives, welcome you to do your comedy and any comedy you want to do anywhere. I may not pay for it. I may not enjoy it myself, but I stand by your right to do it any place you can draw an audience. You'll never find us outside protesting. Uh, never. Trying to throw pies at you. Never. Trying to stop you from speaking never. at college. Which one's the fascist? Doing. Which one's hmm. the fascist? The one that says, hey, book the theater. Go. Make as much money as you want. Tell any joke you want. Or the ones that say, you can't say that. You can't. How dare you say that? I'm going to protest. I'm going to pick it. And I'm going to burn every book that you've ever. Uh, hello. <laughs> Which one's the fascist? Huh. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is realestateagentsitrust.com. Housing market is on fire all over America. Uh, and in some places literally on fire, but not necessarily where you live. If you are looking to uh, uh, buy a new home, now is the time. Interest rates are falling uh, and you want to be able to get that great interest rate. If you buy a home or you sell a home right now, you're going to have a good chance of uh, selling your home for top dollar. Buying a home, if you have the right real estate agent, they're going to get it at the best deal they can in the right area for you. You need that critical real estate agent, and that is realestateagentsitrust.com. We will match you with the person that thinks like you, has your same principles and values, will know where the right house is, better yet, knows 
the value of your house and knows how to price it to move. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Well, we have learned a lot on this uh, show today, haven't we? I mean, uh, we learned from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that the VA provides the highest quality of health care, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think veterans all around the country uh, agree with that. Uh, we learned that Jesus wasn't a Jew from the New York Times, that he was a Palestinian, mm. uh, which is really interesting. Uh, we we found out from this program, just taking it one step further, doing our homework, that Amy Schumer <laughs> is just as bad as David Duke. I mean, I mean, as long as Kate Smith is bad, Amy Schumer is just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, that was David Duke certainly wasn't a defense of Amy Schumer and other comedians saying that that's not the way they should be treated. I want to make sure that we did, were not defending at all. We were defending the right of people to express themselves and be taken in context. No, that's not our intent at all. No, we would much rather rip really... them out of context, context and mm-hmm. tear down their statues mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Yeah. We also learned a little bit about Israel last night yeah. from Bernie Sanders. From Bernie Sanders. This mm. is really good. Listen, you may not have known this. I am not anti-Israel. No. But the fact of the matter is that Netanyahu is a right-wing politician who I think is treating uh, the Palestinian people extremely unfairly. What I believe is not radical. I just believe that the United States should deal with the Middle East on a level playing field basis. Mm -hmm. In other words, the goal must be to try to bring people together and not just support one country, which is now run by a right wing, you know, dare I say, racist government. You dare. Oh, my. You, you did dare. You did mm-hmm. dare. You dared to dream. Uh, now, I've, I've, there's been cases in the past, Glenn, where some commentators have called the president racist of a country, mm. and they paid a huge price for that. Um, not no. recently. No. Not over because the past, this guy's a white guy. 2017. This guy's, yeah, this guy's a white guy, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a Jew. So if you're a democratic socialist, fair game fair game that's okay for you to do yeah you can Mm -hmm. say whatever you want call anybody a racist anybody a racist now of course he has the right to call other governments racist but i mean how do you expect to the analysis is ridiculous it's if you think that donald trump anybody who says donald trump is out of control really yeah he hasn't called uh the uh leader of an ally a racist (laughs) i mean he's that much in control of his faculties How about uh, Bernie on taxes? Let's listen to that. But I have and will continue in this campaign to fight for progressive taxation. In other words, whether it is Bernie Sanders or your family or anybody else in America, when we have so much income and wealth inequality, when the people on top are doing phenomenally well. Thank you. Yeah. If you are doing very, very well in our economy, you should be paying your fair share of taxes. We will raise those taxes for the upper income people, we will do away with the tax loopholes and the tax breaks that large private corporations currently receive. Mm. I can't wait. I, I sincerely hope he is the nominee because the defeat will be bone crushing, bone crushing. Bernie Sanders as president of the United States. Go for it, Democrats. You may be overplaying your hand just a little bit. You're listening to Glenn Beck.